probably tell this isn't the usual episode of the free lunch podcast first off it's releasing on a sunday and don't worry next week we'll still have the regular episode on wednesday so don't fret about that this is the full interview from when i interviewed bella cole aka apex the artist this is the full unedited interview i had to cut it up quite a bit when i did the first episode because of course restrictions they have to be a certain length of time long this one's going to be a little longer um if you've listened to the other interview already then maybe have a listen to this uh there's some extra information in there or if you haven't yet this is probably the best place for you to go because this one has all of the stuff in it anyway enjoy hello welcome to the free lunch podcast I am your host, Danny McGeehan, and today I am talking to Bella Cole, Apex the Artist, a Wellington creative. Thanks for being here. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. So I want to start with where your art began, mm. uh, where it began, where creativity began. I know for me it was things like, it was more a lack of stimulation. So my stepdad sort of said, no TV, and I was like, okay, what can I do? I can write stories, I can read books, and I can write stories. So that's where my creativity came from. So... When did you realize that you loved to draw, you loved art? Where did that come from? Um, probably like in primary school, around about there, I was constantly drawing, like couldn't stop drawing. Like it's just all that I was doing. And then in high school, I really struggled for ages because I just couldn't stop drawing. So it went from having my math work out and then I'd have my art book out and then I'd have both these pieces together and then the teachers would always be telling me off, telling me to get my art book out, like leave it alone or yeah. throw it out. And I just didn't want to because it was the only thing that was helping me be productive in anything else in my life. Right, yeah. Yeah, and so I just kind of realised that you know, at the start of high school, I was going to be a detective. And by the end of high school, I was like, well, fuck, like, I can't do anything else. <laughs> I like the idea of Bella Cole detective. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, that's awesome. I would not be a good detective. Like, going for runs every day, no thank you. Yeah, stuff that, especially in this, like, you're out in this weather. It's horrible outside, <laughs> by the way. You're, like, trying to investigate a murder. You're like, but I want to be inside yeah, drinking coffee. exactly. I want to be drawing right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And how did you, did you start off good? Or was it, like, a talent where you're like, oh, I can do this really well? Or did it, like, progress, like, gradually? When did you, did it come from, like, solid practice or did it just slowly emerge um well i can say now looking back at my artwork from high school i think it's shit a lot of other people like my age would say that it was good yeah but like you know like my inspirations were originally from like anime and stuff like that yeah yeah i think every high school high schooler who draws at some point is like i don't draw anime (laughs) yeah exactly and then you do the whole like drawing the arms behind the back because you can't do hands Yeah, yeah yeah and so that was like the original thing and now that I progress more into my own artwork instead yeah. of like basing off something else now I think that it's kind of had time to develop but I cannot stress enough like practice 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 yeah yeah you know I mean I assume you're still like do you do things now do you draw things now and you sort of look at it and you go oh that shit yeah like like there are the failures and then there are the the sort of the I mean I don't think anything you would do is a failure in that because I can't do it. I can draw a stick figure, kind of. I can't even get the circle to be like a circle. It's more yeah. like wobbly. It's like wobbly a chicken circle. nugget. But, yeah. um, chicken nugget but, stick figure. But um, uh, yeah, so obviously you sort of had the successes, you had the failures, I guess. 
Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. But like one thing they've noticed, and this is like a shout out to like everyone who's thinking of drawing. If you start something and it's shit, if you just add copious amounts of detail, right. like so much detail that no one knows where to look, yeah. you're fine. Right. Like that's what I do with so much of my artwork. Yeah. As long as you add so much detail, no one can see the little mess ups. Yeah. So so we go from being like a kid drawing in your book to yeah. then progressing onwards to like learning how to draw and stuff. You mm. started Apex, the artist, how long ago? Uh, about four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. and it's been doing sort of progressively better since. Mm. Got about 700 likes on Facebook when really? I checked or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, and all this time, you've been an artist. You've been doing some stuff, whether it's like someone says design a tattoo for me or like you've been doing your exhibitions and stuff. Mm -hmm. What is your greatest artistic achievement in your eyes, do you Ooh, think? Ooh, that's a good one. I think um, probably... Just art-wise, like creating yeah. a piece. Um, there's this VR mural that I did um, just at the projector. It's a VR association. Right. Yeah. That's and so cool. Yeah, it's sure. I love VR. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And um, they asked me to do a mural for them. Right. And it took about a week straight of painting on it. Yeah. And I'm so proud of that bad boy because it takes up a huge, massive wall. And it's like this chick with a VR headset coming out of a mandala. So cool. Yeah, boy. That's really cool. So proud of it, eh? And I think that's probably like my crowning achievement because before that, doing murals, I got real like, <gasps> like real like freaked out and stuff. But this bad boy is like so hulking. Like, ooh. That is awesome. <laughs> and that, that must be so like looking at it like once it's complete would be like, I would cry. I feel like I would cry. I'd be like, oh, my God, this was a week of my life. Yeah, like straight up I was like real emotional when it was done because like deciding when to stop was so hard because yeah. I just wanted to keep adding to it. And then when I was finally like, nah, it's done. And then there was like an unveiling night and yeah. everything. I was like, oh, shit a chair. Shit a chair. You shit a chair. Uh, an entire Two chair. An entire chair <laughs> fell out of your face. Yes, yes. That's, it's that's what incredible. Art is really expressive, yeah, dude. I guess that's something that happens when you're an artist. You know, like just microphones just yeah. pour out of my mouth sometimes. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, it's what happens, man. We're creatives. Um, what barriers have you faced on your journey as an artist? Because I remember you telling me, like, like you said earlier, hmm. um, about, you know, teachers saying, like, put that away. Like, you know, you can't be drawing now. And you're like, this is the only thing that I can do. And I suppose that's a barrier early on. Hmm. What big barriers have sort of gotten in your way when it comes to you, you know, working or, or like, trying to put your stuff out there? Um, what big barriers? So, like, what troubles have I faced, like, getting my art out there? Yeah, or? I guess, or just, like, you know, people saying, oh, this is no good, or, like, you're trying to get, like, somewhere to sort of host your art, and they're saying, oh, we don't really think this mm. is, you know, right for it. People, like, yeah. things getting in the way, and you're yeah. like, I just want to do it, and, yeah. and they're like, no. Mm. I guess probably the biggest struggle I've faced recently, I was going to have an art exhibition at Matchbox Gallery, Yeah, and... I was all set up. I brought everything to them on the Friday. On the Sunday, I came to visit them, and they'd shut down. Oh, they no. didn't know. Yeah, they were straight up, like, kicked out. Like, they only had three days mourning. Like, poor guys. Like, they felt real upset about oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's Matchbox, yo. Wait, so so what's Matchbox? Matchbox Gallery is, like, a little, you know, it's, like, a knickknacks art kind of store that was up Cuba Street. Yeah. They had that big back gallery area. Okay. Yeah. And they just got kicked out of their building. Yeah, like with three days notice. That's awful. Yeah. I don't even think that's legal. Well, it's not like it's not like they only found out like the 
like the owners of the building said, yeah. get out. It was the owners of the business who were trying to keep it afloat. Okay. Yeah, and then they said, right, we can't do this anymore. It's almost the end of the month. Oh, we no. have to kick you guys that's out. That's a shame. Because that must have been, ma- mm. like, you had all your art there. Like, that's massively yeah. disappointing. Well, when I walked in, my art was, like, in a box on the ground. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I thought I was going to be exhibiting all of April. And they said, we've been kicked out. And the two people there, like, I felt bad for yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, because, it's not their fault. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it was really hard to not be upset because yeah. I was like so excited like finally exhibiting that's a huge disappointment yeah yeah, and I know that feeling is like you're just like everything because you get a little selfish and, yeah. and that's everyone does yeah. where you're just like every everything is mm-hmm. just fuck this fuck it fuck yeah it, <laughs> it was exactly it and like walking out onto the street like with my box of stuff like dun, like, dun, dun, like dun, you've been dun. fired just yeah, like I know. you got like one of those sticks with like a bandana tied yeah, around it you're just like, like, like fine the, yeah this just is like, me now look over your shoulder just like shed one tear and then yeah like, shed, shed one, one tear. tear. <laughs> <laughs> i love it Ugh. um yeah no so that was shit okay yeah. but like i'm aware that with an art job yeah that fluctuations are going to happen because yeah. then like literally a couple hours after that, I was talking to my homie from Bayabab Cafe in Newtown and then he said that I can exhibit there for the oh. next month. You know, like, See, yeah. That's nice. It was like a big fluctuation because with any kind of art job or art kind of career, you're going to end up just being on a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, saying that like a friend was like, oh, you can exhibit it here for all of April. I guess it does, does like... Uh, how to put this? Um, does like contacts do, do contacts to sort of your relationships that you make? Because you're a very, I mean, I don't know how you are like most of the time. So, <laughs> you know, c- for me, I appear extroverted, but I really want to just be sitting inside, like wrapped up in like 10 blankets watching, <laughs> you know, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, but does your sort of, because you are, you do seem like an extroverted person and mm. I do see you about and you do sort of know people. Mm. Does that help with, with trying to get your name out there, get your work out there, that kind mm-hmm. of thing? Oh, God, yeah. Like, it's all about who you know. So, if you're going to be doing, of course, any kind of career, you know, you want to be a good personality to work with. Yeah. But then if you're going to be an artist who is working, you know, on the streets yeah. or whatever and like, you know, getting to know those people and then also wanting to do jobs for corporations, mm. you have to cater to both of those. So I definitely am an extroverted person. Yeah. So I love meeting people and then they end up just messaging me just like you did yeah. and said, you're the first one that came to mind. Yeah, it was, it was weird because it was like... Five degrees, oh, like three degrees of separation. We're like Tom, you yeah. use from somewhere, yeah. And then, uh, and he said, "We'll, well, let's, let's, you know, video her because we're looking for a subject for our video." Yeah. We did that short documentary on you, and I thought that was really awesome. And then we, we kind of, kind of became mates, acquaintances. Mm. Mm. And I was like, "That's a person I should get to design my tattoo." <laughs> a tattoo, by the way, I still haven't got. Yeah, I still need to but get that. You got the I, design, but I've got it, and I still love it. Like I still look at it sometimes. Like I really fucking yeah. need to get that. I gotta say, like. You definitely like surprised me when you said you wanted a Skyrim designer. I was like, "Fuck it, let's do something wicked yeah. with this." And then I really like you really spent did so yeah. much time on Evolve. Like, yeah. I want to do something. If it's a tattoo, I'm gonna do it right yeah, for you. Yeah, it was you. awesome. And it was like <laughs> it's just this. I mean, for listeners, you you won't be able to see it or anything, but it's like this line work that's really nice of this bird, mm. and uh, it's all mm. you know. I don't know. It's just it's on my Facebook style. Well, yeah, go on to uh, so. Her Facebook, look up Apex Art or Apex the Artist. Apex Art. Apex Art on Facebook. And somewhere along there, you'll find me tagged and there'll be a uh, (laughs) picture of a really awesome tattoo design there. (laughs) If you want to check that out. You can't get it before I do. If you do, I will stab you. (laughs) 
Take it right off. Yeah. yeah just, just like, take it down, Bella. Yeah. Someone's already got it. Um, so part two of mm. this, I want to talk about inspiration. I want to talk about where uh, you get your creative drive from. Um, for me, I listen to heaps of podcasts. Mm. So that's where my drive to like, I want to do this podcast on inspiration, motivation, hard work and all that. I really want to do that. And, you know, I, I was like, I don't think I'll be any good at podcasts. And then we came to this module mm. <laughs> and I'm um, enjoying myself. Yeah. So I, w- and, and I was like, oh, this is, you know, my inspiration is actually going somewhere. It actually feels like something's happening right now. Mm. So let's start with the big one. What artists do you take inspiration from? Mm, that's a good one. Because your art, uh. and, I mean, check it out on Apex Art or on <laughs> Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is very psychedelic almost mm. in some ways. And there's a varying level of, of styles as well. Like mm. you sort of change some are more simplistic, some are more, you know, as you said earlier, like very heavy in detail. Mm. So so where do you take inspiration? Because I assume mm. it's multiple sources. Uh, yes, it is. It definitely is. Um, so like particular artists I really like are like Laura Zombie. She's really dope. She does like yeah. this grunge art. And then um, there's other artists like, um, oh, God. Okay, I can't think of any. Well, yeah, I mean, you did say Salvador Dali when we yeah, first met. Yeah, I like Salvador Dali. He's an inspirational person, yeah. but his art is very... It's very it's very out there, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely crazy. Yeah. But yours is too, because oh, I bought yeah. a print from you once, which was like this guy, and it's up in my room. Uh, it's this guy with like his head exploding and like, I don't know, it's like ideas coming out and stuff, like his eyeballs out there and stuff. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's also fucked up, but yeah. it's awesome. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, but mostly like the inspiration that I get is going on stuff like Instagram yeah. on Pinterest and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. I'll see all of these like either photos or drawings or anything like that. Yeah. And I won't take bits from them I'll just kind of look at it and then it's like a feeling yeah, in your yeah. chest like yeah like a fire and then you're like oh, I could really really do something yeah. with that and then you just can't stop it and then yeah. you just have to draw oh that's awesome yeah. Um, yeah I like that sort of feeling of like when you look, see something or watch something or listen to something you're like oh shit idea right, it's here yeah. it's here it's here yeah. I'm gonna write it down <laughs> exactly like, or like, like my notes it. on my iPhone like the note application is yeah. just like just, just put down just put down all the ideas all yeah. the ideas random shit which is like Write about this thing with the guy and the stuff, and I look, I look through them sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck did I? What was I on? Was I drunk? But at the end of the day, like you've got your ideas yeah. there, and then like it'll click, and then you'll go, oh, I, I do know what yeah, that yeah. is, and then go for it, you know? Yeah, and so I asked, what artists inspire you? What mm. art inspires you from music, movies, TV? Mm. Does that stuff have an influence on your your sort of your creative process. Mm. Oh, definitely. Like, um, there's this drawing they did called Vicarious. Yeah. And with that drawing, I stayed up for three days straight. Jesus. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I stayed up for three days just drinking coffee and listening to Vicarious by Tool. Oh, yes. I was like, is this, yeah. is this Tool inspired? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I just, I couldn't think of anything else. I just did so much detail in that piece. And still to this day, it's one of my best pieces. I love it so much because it's just very, very intense yeah. you know and just because the song is oh, so yeah. incredibly so yeah. it's so good and so i just took so much inspiration from that whole thing tool are great for that they um, are just the way that <laughs> and, and tool um pucifer which is uh, and and what's the other one um perfect circle perfect circle has bands like maynard w- yeah yeah uh maynard james keenan 
I think his name is Keegan. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, he, um, yeah, his his music is really great for that kind of thing. And I, mm. I, you know, when I'm when I was working on like writing scripts and stuff, that's like for the last week, I've just been like sort of it's really a real massive coincidence. I was just jamming like Pucifer and stuff. I was like, oh, this is not. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Pucifer. Pucifer. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that sounds too, yeah. too wrong. Yeah, Pucifer. I, then no, I, no, no. Then I did see one of their albums is called V is for Vagina. Yeah, so that's like, like the remix of yeah. it, the whole remix of that album. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll stick with Pucifer. <laughs> yeah, uh, like movies and TV, does that sort of get... Because I know people who do work or whatever and they've got Netflix on in the background. I don't understand yeah. how they do that. I need to be focused on what I'm doing with music yeah, on. Yeah. I can't do any... Even if a, a podcast is on, I'm like trying to listen to that and I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, definitely like um, movies, like if I have that kind of running, normally if I'm watching it and there's like a screenshot that I like, maybe like a color palette yeah. or something or like a layout of the scene, they'll definitely reference that. But otherwise, <coughs> if I have the movie running in the background, I'm sort of listening to it, but it's not going to inspire yeah, me. Yeah. It's just like that kind of oh, yeah. noise, right? Yeah. Like gets you like going. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel like music is probably one of those things that more um, – would would inspire art, I guess, because mm. it's one of those things. It's just like here's an idea, here's an idea. Yeah. But it, like with a movie, it's like it, like it's trying to tell you a story, yeah. and it and it, in a visual way, yeah. in an audio way. So I guess that's kind of different than mm. music. I think definitely like music will hold more of an influence than movies, but yeah. at the same time, like there are so many times where I'm so fixated when I'm working on something that I just forget that the music's yeah. there, and then there's like so many songs right that yeah, have like yeah, gone yeah. by, and you're like, exactly. oh my god, I've like listened to like. <laughs> I like smashed through half of Metallica's like discography while I was working on something. I was like, what the fuck? What yeah. is this? Am I listening to Saint Anger? I don't like yeah. this. Like, I don't, yeah, you realize I don't actually like this yeah. song. <laughs> um, so I, maybe this is a redundant question because we sort of covered it, but what can spur your art? Mm. So for me, I'll hear a word and I go, oh, that's a cool title for a story, for a mm. short story, or an album, and I'll listen to a song. So I did write this one, it's pretty shit. As a short story inspired by, do you know Rush? They're a Canadian band from the 70s, 60s. Um, They um, had like this one album, which is all about this guy who he's, you know, he's in space and, or sort of, and he lives on this planet and there's this evil empire that's taken control and they've Mm. gotten rid of all music. Mm. And he goes off because he's like an exile or whatever. He goes off into the sort of wilds and stuff and he finds this cave. And inside the cave, there is an electric guitar sort of like just jammed into this rock and he pulls it out. He starts playing and like, and he liberates the world with with music and stuff. And, uh, (laughs) and that was, and so I wrote a short story sort of inspired by that, which isn't very good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, songs will do that. Albums will do that shows and even short stories like I'll read, um, you know, stuff Stephen King often will yeah. like have me like, whoa, shit, this is fucking awesome. And I can do something kind of similar to this. Yeah. But with my own spin on it. And that's what I, so, so I don't know if you've answered this, but what can spur your art? Um, Definitely like certain things like, you know, my homies will say something and I'll just go like, oh, and I'll just like pause and then I'll like have to write that down. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got like this little notebook because I always keep my big art book and then my little notebook with me and I just write all of these like maybe lyrics or quotes yeah. or movies or songs or just anything that can really assist me in future. And then like I'll forget about it and then yeah. I'll scroll back through and they'll look at that idea and remember what I had, but then my idea now is so different. Yeah. You know, it can really develop. You have to like chew on it and think right. about it for yeah, a while. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And yeah. that's actually that's it's a really nice feeling is when you have an idea and you're chewing on it, you're like, 
right? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's it like, totally is like mentally chewing yeah. on something, right? Yeah, like yeah, rolling you're sort around. Of like forming it. And I do it by talking to myself. And so my mom's like, you're fucking insane, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like f- having a full blown conversation. And then he says, oh, no, no, in the toilet. And she's like, are you talking to your shit? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, mama. Yeah, I, I do it, I do it uh, by talking to myself and stuff. And that's sort of how I get those ideas out. Like, lots of these questions, I was like, I was like sitting there, what should I ask you? Mom's just staring at me like, my son's insane. Um, so this one's a big one. This is about motivation. Uh, part three of this. Few few uh, questions here. Um, and motivation is one big thing that really affects me. My first episode was about procrastination because I really struggle to get motivated sometimes. Yeah. And I procrastinate all the fucking time. Yeah. So I would like to know... Uh, you know, some stuff here about motivation. Uh, first off, do you ever have like artists block? Do you ever like, like you're like, I want to sit down and draw today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you're like, nothing's coming. Nothing's mm-hmm. coming. And how do you sort of cope with that? I guess. Um, that definitely is like quite a big struggle. Like when you want to draw and you can't, Yeah. like that's probably the biggest frustration I can find. But like, you know, you really, really try and haul ass to get yourself yeah, yeah, to, like, yeah. you know, do something, then you don't. But then I've kind of noticed that, like, with art, it is just so free. You just can't yeah. mess it up. You just cannot. Right. And so if you just get up and start doing a squiggle or draw a face, and then remember how I said, like, adding that detail yeah, and yeah, yeah. adding and building that up, if you just work on a section for half an hour or 15 minutes, then if it makes sense, then you keep going. Yeah. If it doesn't, you keep going right. because you'll figure it out along yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, there's no set way to kind of make yourself draw yeah. it. But if you just draw whatever, you can see where you're going with it, yeah, you know? I, that's kind of like, it's sort of like one of the romantic things about art, which is like, you can't really stop it. You can't stop art. Mm-hmm. I like that phrasing it as a romantic way because yeah. it is, you know. It is. It's like it's like nothing will stop this. Yeah. It's like the revolutionary of all entertainment media. <laughs> it's just like I will not be stopped. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Um, does your does your mood at the time influence your art? This is probably a dumb question or a redundant question because obviously to an extent your mood would. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, do you find if you're working on something positive and mm. it's maybe like in a more sort of you know negative light um if you're working on something positive and you have like a bad day yeah can you not work on like say you're like someone's like i want to have like a really happy tattoo design you're like okay and you're drawing this thing mm. and then the next day you know someone throws something in your face and you're like well fuck this guy <laughs> and you go home and you're like steaming and you're like mm. oh i've got to draw something happy and stuff does that like mm. affect you at all um yeah i mean i've noticed when i'm quite happy the pieces that i draw are certainly quite like, you know, like they're breathing like a breath of fresh air. But then a lot of the pieces I make when I'm like mentally unwell or mentally stressed or anything like that, they are so immaculate because Mm. I'm so upset or there's something on my heart that's so frustrating that I actually have to draw it. And those are when I actually make some of my most beautiful pieces because my art has been like a crutch for me throughout all of my life. And so when I've been heavy and when I've been down, that's when I'll draw it. That's when I'll be picked up. Whereas if I'm happy, I don't really need my art in the same way, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. That's interesting that like, I suppose it's one of the few mediums you could find. Like if you're a banker, your coping mechanism isn't to like do some accounting. Or whatever. <laughs> exactly. But like with this, it's like, yeah, it's not only, and it is for me 
with this to an extent as well, although sometimes I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that right now. I want to sit down and play some video games. Yeah. Um, where it's what you're doing is a therapy for you as well as, mm. as well as mm. like, you know, you're getting paid for it or, or like this is, I need this to sort of spread my brand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And just like, you know, I just kind of was thinking the other day about the fact that I do so much art. I don't actually really do anything else. I don't play video games. Yeah, yeah. I don't do anything because art is my job, but yeah. it's also my coping me exactly. mechanism. And it's your passion. It's, it's what yeah. you love. Yeah. And, and so like, I do it all the time. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's incredible. And I, <laughs> I can't, I do envy that, yeah. that just like, one track, like, this is the thing I love, and yeah. I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> I, I really love that, and I really envy that. Oh, it's true. But it's, 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 you know, it's awesome. It's definitely very cool, but, like, the other day I was just having a bit of a moment, like, art is all I do. It can't be all I do. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And then, like, straight after that, I went back to my place and did some <laughs> art. <laughs> well, you, you hang out with people. You go, you're here now doing a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. But at the same time, like, you know, I've always got my sketchbook with me. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. going to be doodling. And it's not a bad thing. But when no. you do something for so long, right, you're like, oh, my God, it's all I do. And then you remind yourself, like, stop being stupid. It's yeah, great. Yeah, like, yeah. You you're love it. having those thoughts, though. You're like, yeah. I, surely I do other things. Yeah. And I was right? like, no. No, Bella, you don't. No, I know. You're, you do the art thing. Really don't. I come around to your house and you're just drawing. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, big fucking surprise. <laughs> you know, one day it would just be like therapeutic to come around and you're watching TV. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> Something new, hey? Yeah. Um, so do you find that you're, uh, kind of similar to the last question, do you find that your personal situation influences your art? You don't have to answer this. It's a little bit of a personal question. But like, for instance, if you're in a recent relationship, mm. is your stuff like more rent, more rent, more, uh, more Okay, hold up. More <laughs> romantically centered or like, uh, you know, if you've, you know, had a breakup, you're like, well, fuck this guy, like, mm. or whatever. You mm. know, that kind of thing. Do, do those sorts of things. Or if you've, you know, a friend, you got in a tiff with a friend or I suppose relationships, yeah, really. Yeah. Do relationships affect your art? Um, they definitely affect my mental well-being. So in a way it does affect yeah. my art. But at the same time, it doesn't affect the subjects. Okay. It's quite like, you know, with my art, because I'm doing it so often, it's like another world. Yeah. So this world can kind of affect it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the, um, say, like, what will inspire me. Like, I don't like drawing boys and girls together. Like, yeah. not much <laughs> Or, like, drawing couples kissing or whatever, not my thing. Yeah. I like drawing lots of detail in faces and stuff like that. So maybe, like, all the detail yeah. will get a bit more, like, manic if I'm stressed yeah. or the lines will be a lot more flowy and pretty if I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, like, yeah, it can certainly affect it, but I don't really lump the two, like, yeah. near each other. Well, more, I mean, you know? it will be hard because your art, I don't know if this is correct, but it, it's quite abstract. Yeah, It's I'll quite abstract. Yeah. And um, I guess it would be hard to sort of be drawing the stuff yeah. that you, um, you know... S you know, sorry, the stuff in like relationships around you, um, mm. literally. Yeah. But you know, with the stuff that you're doing, I guess, yeah. um, I, yeah, it changes the theme maybe, or like the, the mood of, or the tone, mm -hmm. but it doesn't change the theme. It doesn't change mm. the, the, the subject as you yeah. said. Yeah. And like, I remember there was someone, I was kind of hanging out with them a while back. They were a musician and I remember we talked for a little bit and they said that the music, that was their lady love. That right. was who they cared about. And then I remember just watching them and they actually wouldn't 
do anything else. They'd get told like it's time for dinner and they would just keep playing their yeah, music yeah. and because that was what was occupying them. Right. And that's when I had to take a moment and go, that is your first love. Yeah. You know, that's your priority. And then I realized, well, shit, I'm the same with my art. Yeah. Like that is my first lady love. That is well, my first, yeah. yeah, that's my first priority, you know? Yeah, and if I suppose if you weren't doing that, then mm. you wouldn't be happy in yourself. Mm. And exactly. the whole thing is like you the only person you have to live with 24-7 for your entire life is you. So Yeah, yeah. and like I remember I was... If up- you're not doing what makes you happy, then mm. yeah. Well, I remember I was upset the other day and then my homie said like, it's okay, you've got you and you've got your art. And that was such a key word yeah. there because I was like, yes, I do have my art. And I was like, whoo, like, we're fine now because that was exactly yeah. it. It was like embodying my art yeah. as a person, you know? Well, you've got you as well. Like yeah. you, you have got, you know, yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're quite a strong person. Oh, I look at the way that you sort of deal with things. You're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, do like a thousand exhibits. I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know how many, how many pictures. Do you know how many pictures you've drawn in your entire no, probably not. Just, so just thousands, thousands. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that's, and yeah, I feel like there's a strength to that where it's like my coping mechanism is to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not to like, you know, cry every day or, mm. or like make it someone else's problem or mm. to, you know, mm. you know, in a more self-destructive way, mm. self-harm and stuff. It's more mm. like just straight up, I'm going to fucking draw. <laughs> well, like one thing that I've actually kind of noticed that's quite brilliant about drawing when you're stressed is you've got this piece of paper and you're drawing. Yeah. You don't think heaps of things at once. You think the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. So that by the time you're done, you've addressed the yeah. situation at the back of your yeah, mind yeah. and you're like, oh, I can actually process this now like a rational person, yeah. you know, because you've still addressed what's in front of you, but you've done something that takes so yeah, much focus, right? right? Yeah. Like it's pinning that down, you know? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great way of putting it. I think. <laughs> Whereas like it's this self-reflection yeah. at the same time as you're, you know, putting something out on paper. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, hold on. I've got another question here. So how do you stop yourself from procrastinating? First episode about procrastination. Yeah. I can't stop myself. I have a, oh, I got two days left for this podcast. I haven't recorded shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So that's that's me. Yeah. So how do you stop yourself? But I eventually like have to kick my butt and be yeah. like, if I don't do this, then I'm gonna hate. I'm gonna you know be yeah. really fucking shitty with myself. Yeah. So how do yeah. you cope with with um with procrastination? How do you yeah. sort of stop yourself from doing that? Um, realizing that you need money, (laughs) realizing that you need, like, I'm at a point in time where, yes, like I've established Apex Art for four years, but then I have to constantly be getting it out there if I want to have customers, if I want to have viewers, if I want to have anyone who is fascinated with my work. I just, I get very hungry knowing that people will like what I have Mm. to offer. And so when people find out about it, that's when I can actually keep going, right? right? And so that ambition is what really drives me. So it feels like a dog kind of biting at your heels a lot. Like when I relax, I'm like, oh, but like, you know, you could be working on your website, you could be working on your portfolio, you could be making stickers or even drawing, you know? The knowledge of, I guess, that if I stop, Apex dies. Yeah. And, And just knowing like... If I can't, I can't stop. Yeah. And if I do, then I'll let, I mean, I guess mm. you're thinking I'll let myself down. I'll let, yep. you know, my fans down or whatever. Yep. I got to do it. Yeah. It does feel quite intense sometimes, but that's why it doesn't feel like a chore. It feels like yeah. something that's fun to do. So yeah. that's why I can constantly draw because I know it's contributing to my art. And yeah. then having something 
just like ready to go, like a piece of artwork where if someone needs something or yeah. if I need to put something on my website or whatever, if you're constantly producing, then you've got backups and then yeah. you're ready. You yeah. Know? Um, I was about I was about to like say something in reply, but it was very well put, <laughs> and my mind went blank. <laughs> oh um, wow! With, with not with what you were saying, mainly yeah. with what I had to say because it wasn't very good. It wasn't very important. It wasn't. Yeah, it'll come back to you. Oh, I'm sure it will. Like <laughs> like tonight, like nine o'clock. Like, yeah. oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, and who in your life serves as an inspiration? Who, like, are there friends who are just like, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Go, I love this girl, and I'm gonna draw or or whatever. You know, or like your parents or your family or like, yeah, just anyone who has an influence in your life who mm. does serve as inspiration, not necessarily for or not necessarily for like the subject of the work, mm. more motivation be like, yeah, that kind of thing. Because, mm. yeah, um, I would probably have to say my parents. Yeah, they um, whenever I was in a like, say, like a two dollar store, or, like going shopping with my parents. For my entire life, I'll be in a shop with dad and then dad will say, if you need anything for your art supplies, grab it. Oh. Yeah, and like he'd just say that and then with my mama as well, if I say I need money for art supplies or I need to exhibit exhibit this, they have always been right behind me, supporting yeah. me as much as they can. Yeah, yeah, I would have to say definitely my parents. They're, they're just so kind. Parents, I mean, when they're supportive, they're fucking great. Yeah. Because I get it, you know, with my podcasting now yeah, is, yeah. is I've, I'm getting support as well. Mm -hmm. People are saying like, okay, how much do you need for a mixing desk? How much do you need for a mic? Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, people are behind me. I've got my, t you know, tutor saying I can hook you up with a place that sells like, you know, um, you know, the sort of the foam mats for like the, for, you know, uh, mm -hmm. soundproofing a room and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's nice to have that sort of mm -hmm. support and that, that mm -hmm. backbone. And it's great to hear that they're, they're obviously helping you out as well and they believe in yeah. what you're doing. It's just nice because it's like, sure, money is a part of it. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, it's not just about the money. It's the fact that they want you yeah, to keep exactly. doing what you're doing, right? Exactly. They want, to, they want you to do what you love because parents are smart. Yeah. And when they see you doing something you love, they're mm. like, I, I, I love mm -hmm. this version of my daughter. I love this version of my son. Right. And I want to see them succeed. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shout out to parents. Yeah, shout out. Straight up. <laughs> Fucking legends. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and part four, just to sort of, you know, end things in a nice wee bun. Mm. couple questions here. Are you working on anything big at the moment? Yeah. So actually, this will be a good place to announce this. Cool. So there is a collaboration, me and my friend Ben Callow. He's, I think, in Nelson at the moment. He and I did a collaborative piece that took 11 months. Wow. Very long time. Very intense. Holy shit. Yeah. It took what is this, like long. a building? Yeah, we built, <laughs> we built a city. It definitely took so long and I've been waiting to exhibit it and unveil it. Yeah. And I'm having an art exhibition at Baobab Cafe in Newtown okay. next month. And that's where I'm going to be exhibiting that piece. That's going to be the big unveiling. Awesome. Like, yeah, so huge ba unveiling. that's where you work, right? Baobab Cafe. Baobab. Baobab or Baobab. Okay, yeah. yeah so that, that place in Newtown, in Wellington. Yep. Go down there at when? Uh, it's going to be for all of May. All of May? Yeah. And check that out mm -hmm. because I'm sure it's going to be fucking lit. I'm going to be working so hard on it, so I hope it will be. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Don't like spill coffee on it. Really. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's what I'm worried about. If any of you guys spill coffee on my 11-month oh, piece. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my god, I call that my You'll baby. You like leave the counter and just like yeah, I will. Them, just like <laughs> Superman punch <laughs> them. Like don't tempt me, homie. Fucking, I will. Fucking tombstone <laughs> them, just like right <laughs> to the pavement. Yeah, man. <laughs> just down. I won't do that. So I guess like, I mean that's that's the second one coming. But like any events planned. So do you have any actual like you know one night or like exhibitions and stuff sort of like slate mm. i guess which was your one that i met you at mm-hmm. do you have anything like that plan uh yeah so the one at bay will be having okay. uh, unveiling night and all everything, right. and you know i'll be exhibiting for the whole month um otherwise i'm just in the process of like selling prints and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. progressively finding other places to exhibit uh-huh. but mostly i'm just gonna be working on the mural jobs they have coming up and oh, stuff like nice. that yeah yeah awesome yeah that's i i hope i can head down and check it out because i don't i'm not down newtown very often but yeah. um, i'll make like a special effort to like head down yes. there and like check it out please do and there will be prints available of the pieces oh, exhibited cool. as well great so. um so do you have any future plans for apex in a sort of bigger picture like mm. um i guess one example could be like something like patreon do you know do you know what that is oh yeah it's like a crowdfunding thing where like mm. um you know for those who don't know um and people pay like a dollar a month or something and you're like releasing new things and or they pay $5 and they get, you know, perks mm. depending on how much they're paying. So, like, an AMA with the artist, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there are people on Patreon um, who do art and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And there are also people who, um, you know, they're on Kickstarter, they're on um, Indiegogo, I think is one, mm. uh, where, where they just sort of – that's a way to get a bit more money and also get their name out there. So do you mm. have anything like that planned or just anything at all in general with Apex? Um, so I've just been working on my – uh, Behance. Um, I've been working on my Weebly website. I've been working on what's a Behance? Oh, Behance. Behance. Yeah, it's Don't just know. like for graphic people. Okay, pretty much. And I've just been scrubbing that up. And like my Weebly is my personal website, and yep. that's where you can purchase like T-shirts and stuff like Great. that. But um, otherwise, I'm at this point in time just trying to get my image out there yeah, before yeah. I start really working on yeah. a patron and stuff like that. So. As long as people can see my work first yeah. and like really spread it out there, then I'm going to work on selling online. But right now, you know, being in Wellington, I want to establish myself as Definitely. much as I can. Well, if you become sort of like this Wellington phenomenon, I guess. That is really can, the goal. And then you can, yeah, yeah. Just New Zealand's greatest export, Bella Cole, Apex hey, the Artist. Dude, that is the joke. Taika Waititi, move over because yeah. you got nothing on this bitch. <laughs> that is the goal, Straight homie. <laughs> and. To finish everything off, where can people find you on Facebook, on, you know, what are your websites? What are your sort of links, Twitter, mm. whatever? Just you, the floor is open for you to pimp anything you fucking want to. Woohoo! So first I've got my Facebook, which is just Apex the Artist or just Apex Art. Then I've got Instagram, which is Apex the Artist. I've got my personal LinkedIn if people really want to like, <laughs> No really one fucking uses LinkedIn. I know. Oh, my God. The amount of people who will push you to get a LinkedIn and then no I one know, I know. uses it. I've like, had a, I, I've, I, I have not looked at that website since I made one. Right? Me like, too. Done. <laughs> done. I'm done with it. Um, there's that one. And then there is my personal portfolio, which is Weebly. And that's, like I said, where yeah. you can get shirts. And that's where I just kind of exhibit all of my works. But um, otherwise, the one they update the most is Instagram and Facebook Great. just to keep the people in yeah. the loop. Some good shit there. Yeah, well, chill. Check <laughs> out. Go, get yourself some fucking merch. You totally <laughs> should because it's awesome. I, If I had money, I totally would. Yay. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, thank you for joining me on the Free Lunch Podcast. I'm your host, Danny McGeehan. Subscribe to me on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wait, where's the other one? Pocket Casts. <laughs> 
Um, you can hit me up on Twitter at Dan J. McGeehan, leave a review, leave a rating, and that's about it. Once again, thank you to my audience for joining me on this adventure. Keep being great. Music.